Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. All right, kids, it's just Aaron and I. We had another movie night, pizza night. Um, but before we get into some other topics, you were telling me about this music. Go ahead. Go ahead and start from the top. <laughs> well, I started to play a little bit of Calvin Harris for him. It was like just, you know, typical electronic dance music. And uh, you heard it was like, how you know it it would it would come off slow and then you it would get a little bit faster pace and then it comes to break it's like do 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 it's like okay yeah you know I like the flow of that and then I was like now this is the shit that I love to listen to and you heard it's like yes that's badass I like it and to me it's like okay okay you got your um because in the EDM world, the electronic dance music world, dubstep's not really considered dance music. They're like, oh yeah, I love music I can dance to, man. Oh my god, I love it. It makes my soul cringe. It's like, no. You just sounded like my, my brother. 
<laughs> he, he says <laughs> shit like that. He really does. Oh my god. But yeah, and um, I have to laugh because um, in the UK, there's uh, you heard that how the music sounded, right? Yeah. Cyber optics. He's like, and that kind of music is really, really, really popular in the UK, and it's not like that where there's like no break. It's just mostly all dub. It's like wobbles and shit. Right, right. And they call it dub plates. Where it's just wobbles. It's like they're dishing. Basically, they call it dub plates because you're dishing out wobbles. It's like yeah, that makes sense. And um, I was telling you, I was like, I had to laugh because when I introduced the music to your sister, she's like, yeah, I kind of like electronic music a little bit. She's like, but I never, I never really understood all the variations of it until like I met you. And I was like, yeah. And so I started to play Cyber Optics and uh, all a lot of other stuff. And <laughs> I had to laugh because I was like. The first time I played um, some of the the Black Dahlia Murder, <laughs> it, it was a song called um, "What a Terrible Night to Have a Curse," and it was in reference. The whole album actually was in reference to uh, Castlevania. Castlevania Two. Yes, and um, it it's so funny because if you listen to it, you don't really understand it. But if you if you take in mind that it corresponds to Castlevania, it doesn't sound as bad. Okay. But it still sounds like screeching, guttural, like, <laughs> type shit, right? Really? And um, it's just hardcore. And then uh, there's this verse. At, I think I can't remember if it's at the beginning or not because I haven't heard it in such a while. And at, uh, this verse is like, this wicked, wretched place, uh, a shout or followed by the utmost darks of hell. In dreams of which, uh, a black beyond, a withered witch's belt, and then some other shit. And uh, there's a part in there where it's like, it basically says to uh, the the, uh, the bloodhounds or the wolves. And the bloodhounds or the wolves, I can't right. remember. And it it says to yes. I think it was the beginning, though. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. The doors are locked. To Wayne. The scoundrels of hell. Okay, I had to cut it there. Yeah, but you get it, right? Yes. That's the kind of shit I used to listen to like all the time. <clears throat> and I and like recently before I met your sister, it's like I, I around. Because I met your sister in 2012. Right. No, not 2012. Yeah, 2012, because it's 2014. Yeah. Um, 
around 2008 is when I started to get into electronic music. I used to listen to music like a fixer. I don't know if you ever heard of a fixer. No. He um, excuse me. He made a lot, a lot of game music. Oh, okay. Like I don't know if you ever heard of Zelda Step. I've heard of Zelda. <laughs> well, I know you've heard of Zelda, but I mean Zelda Step. He uh, he basically paved the way for video game dubstep. Really? Yes, and uh, it makes me laugh because all the music that he did before was like. It was like hard style. Hard style is like um, it has like distorted kicks and it has a lot of like it's it's fast paced and like uh like this kind of music, you would think well, I'm like yeah, it's pretty cool. Like reminds me of Animal Crossing. The original Legend of Zelda music when you're in the fields. Okay. I see. He he basically paved the way for video game dubstep, and I I was like, oh, that's fucking cool, right? So I started listening to him more and more and more, and that's when I I I got really in depth to the electronic music scene because at the time I only really knew about dubstep I was like well you know dubstep is whatever because nobody really likes dubstep so I I I was looking around I was like hard style house trance uh drum step and shit like that and I was like oh you know there's so many different variations I was like I can't really say I like too much of anything because I haven't really widened like my variety and I haven't really went out and listened, but after years of listening to this shit, right. I'd say dubstep. <clears throat> I like hard style, but I don't listen to hard style too much unless like, you know, no, I mean, I'm, what is hard style? Explain. Hard style is like a, uh, <laughs> it's like, like I said, it's really uh, upbeat and um, it has a, it's like distorted kicks. It's not really like, a, you know how a regular kicks like, right, right. Yeah, so I was like, you know oh, what? Yeah. I have to say for the listeners, we were running brand new equipment all the way around, more upgrades than from at last episode, and <clears throat> you can't really appreciate the noises that you make unless you have headphones in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just it's. More or less along the lines of, uh, you know, just a regular, regular kind of guy just listening to the musics and telling people about them. No. <laughs> All right. Since we're right here, tell me what kind of dubstep this is. This is actually, let's see. Let me find a good player here. Welcome to Seed Oops, wrong one. Well, technically, this is upset. Yeah. We're messing with our toys today. Yes. You guys haven't noticed. <laughs> it's it's like a simplistic. Because when you make a... When you make a wobble... It, uh... 
Let's see, I think this one actually is going to go into it. Sorry, let me let me find the right one here. There's uh but yeah, yeah, in fact that's what I think this episode's gonna be called is the boys are playing with the toys. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that would be it would be considered like a simplistic dubstep since there's no real uh, melody to it. There's no it's just a We should be we should say uh This episode brought to you by yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let me go down here. Really, I don't have it anymore. I used to have the entire... Oh, here you go. This is for you, Aaron. That liquid stranger. This would be more along the lines of a dub plate. As I recall, we actually use this as a background, so we us. Yes. cut it there yeah that would be considered more along the lines of dub plate i mean i'm not like a like a a music professional and i know a bunch of shit about it like i'm not one of those type of people but i can i can give you the generalization of things you know what i'm saying like right that like i said that would be considered like a more of a dub plate since it's like a continuous <laughs> okay here you go this i believe is our theme song without the, any end of the editing.
four minutes long but you know it's actually like i said it's really good i didn't i was surprised i was like wow even though it's it's, it's got a lot of familiar um it's got a familiar a lot of familiar sound uh not sounds but samples uh-huh because you can go online you can just download a bunch of noise samples and be like whatever i can make music fl studio youtube bitches whatever <laughs> like no it, it's it's got it's got a lot of uh ingenuity with it like a lot of the uh, a lot of the sounds they did sound familiar, but a, a lot of it was you could tell they actually took the time to produce that. They didn't just be like do 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 done done like whatever. Right. Because when you when you uh, you can get this thing called um, uh, Massive uh-huh. for FL Studio, and it's a plugin that allows you to make your own wubs and wobbles. You can also get other plugins for FL Studio like uh, Wobble Boss. Like you can make wobbles and like wah, 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 right. whatever kind of sound that you want. Because me, for a while there, you and I both know that me and Rebecca, um, we were playing around with FL Studio on her computer for a while. And right. We were we were we were kind of making like a like a song and stuff like that. Right. But we were just like whatever you know. Almost it was like just a, a remix. Pro- yeah, it was like a, it was like it was just like a project you know to you know mess around with, and um, we were playing playing around with Massive, and we found all these different sounds that we liked. And once you upload those uh those sounds into FL Studio, you can put it in the piano roll. Okay. Now once you put it in the piano roll, it still has the wubs and it's like wah, 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 but you can put it to any tone that the piano roll has, like for any note. And you can make it go on a scale of like wah, 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 Really? Yeah. You make a song you make melodies, you make wobbles, you can make bass lines, all that kind of stuff with just the piano roll. And if you I mean, Massive's a good program, but people want you to pay hundreds of hundreds of dollars for plugins like that and you can just download it for free. You can try the trial. I mean, it's free, yeah, but you don't you can't use it very often, which is why a lot of people they go and they get it illegally. Right. But for the most part, if you can find something that works, use it by all means, right? So we were doing that. And we just, there was just a vast number of opportunities that you can have just by downloading Massive. And you have, you can go online, you can download all these different, uh, sound packs too. And just have a fun day with it. <laughs> Did you finish that song? No, actually we didn't. She got to doing her Sims thing again. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh my God. At least she's playing The Sims now where it actually has, like, a storyline to it. Oh, really? She's playing The Sims Medieval. Well, I mean, she hasn't been playing it for a while, but she she started playing that. And she's like, I actually like this because they give you, like, a mission. Give you missions to do and stuff like that. Like, she's the queen of whatever. 
and she's been given missions to go off and kill bears or whatever and shit like that. She's like, oh my god, that's so cool. But it's like, at the same time, you're like, I, I still don't understand what, what's so fun about it. Like, I'm one of those people, I'm waiting for Dragon Age Inquisition. That shit looks so cool. Which is, I don't know if you ever played Dragon Age before. I'm, I'm sure you haven't because you're not really a big gamer like No. <laughs> but uh, that... That looks so fun because it, in the preview for it, it, the graphics look realistic. I know it's going to be run on the next gen systems, but uh, it it uh, it just it looks phenomenal. And I'm a huge Dragon Age fan, and so is she. So we're like, oh, we got to get it, we got to get it, we got to get it. Ah. Real fast, how does the sound sound? How how does the quality of the sound going through the headphones? Because I just adjusted the FX sound. Well, let's see. I can I can hear myself closing the bottle of water I was just drinking off. <laughs> you can still hear it? Yeah, but yeah, that's fine. I think you can edit that out or you can soften the sound a little bit. Okay, because I can't hear it, so that's why I was asking. No, yeah, it sounds fine. Okay. But uh back to the back to hard style. This is kind of what hard style sounds like. And that's considered hard, you said? Yeah. There's even harder than that, too. It's called, uh... Hardcore. Hardcore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean... Um, you heard the distorted bass kick, right? It's like, boom, 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 boom. Right. And then you can tell that you can hear a lot of the synthesizers going... Hardstyle, it... I like it a lot, but it's like one of those things where it's like, you want to go all out, you go out with hard style. Dubstep's like the shit where it's like, you just chill and have a good time, it's like, whatever. To I, me, I get you. Yeah, it's like, party time! It's it, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's, like I said, the only time, like I said, I would ever listen to hard style a lot is like, if I'm getting ready to go to like EDC or something. Have you ever been there? No, I want to go so bad. I told Rebecca, because uh, Mount, Eden, Mount Eden is supposed to come out here... <laughs> come up to San Francisco uh, May 28th I was like we should go see this for my birthday she's like how the fuck are we gonna go there I was like unless you can drive <laughs> I was like yeah why she won't drive to San Francisco no she won't she won't drive there and she won't drive back why she's like oh that's like a seven hour drive so that's what I said I was like come on it'll be good it'll be fun she's like but I'm not driving that long I drove from Arkansas to California that was a 19 hour drive straight <laughs> She can do it. I know. I know she can, but she just, she's like, no. <laughs> Mount Eden is really, it, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Mount Eden, but they, they made a song called Sierra Leone. I don't know if you ever heard it or not. Uh-uh. It's one of the, um, one of the more popular songs. Like when, it, when dubstep started to become popular, Mount Eden was like at the height of its, 
of its uh, time. Okay. Because it was it was it was at the pinnacle of its success. Yeah. Gotcha. And now it's just like everybody's like Skrillex, Zed, oh man. <sighs> now what's the difference? What's Zed? Zed's like a like Electro. <laughs> <laughs> now all the previously. Because that'll all get cut out. The reason why he's laughing is because he's tried to answer this question five <laughs> times already. <laughs> and, and Zoe's come out and she was yelling and screaming and playing with the dog. So that's why he was laughing. Yeah, I was, it was like, electro, electro, electro. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's uh, he does like a lot of electro. He does um kind of... Because Electro and Electro House are kind of coincide with each other, but Electro House is more along the lines of like house music with a, um, more of a, 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 a kind of sound to it. Almost like a wave. Yeah. Gotcha. Because gotcha. when you hear house music, it's like, doom, 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 doom. It's like party music, just regular party music. Like how, I don't, I don't know if you heard like any of the songs from like LMFAO. Yes. Will like take out all the lyrics and kind of, it'll kind of sound like house music. Okay. Okay. So like it's kind of like that, but he does more along the lines of like melodic electro with like a lot of female vocal sounds with it. Now it's more along the lines of like, cause he's produced so much music now is he does just a lot of electronic music. Okay. Cause he doesn't really put a label on the kind of stuff that he makes. Just music. Just music. Just yeah. electronic music. Yeah. He, he, he got his first Grammy um this year for his song called Clarity, which is like played everywhere. I don't know if you're ever uh, if you ever heard it or not. Uh-oh. But uh I'm gonna play some Sierra Leone. Okay. Let me give that some uh Amplify it here. Sorry. You can hear the wobble. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, you get the gist of it, right? Oh yeah, I was like totally digging. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't keep the listeners just waiting. But yeah, I mean, it like I said, it, Sierra Leone. You know, they came out with the single. Mm, let's see, like two thousand eight, <laughs> two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Really? I think so, yeah, around that time. And um, like I said, it was it was at the height of its time. Like it, it was. The dubstep community was like, yeah, Sierra Leone's like, what's his name? Oh, this is, uh, Mount Eden. Mount Eden. Yeah. And like I said, they're coming to, uh, San Francisco Francisco. on the 28th of May. And I was like, oh, we should go see him. She's like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to drive. 
I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, it'd be fun, you know, to experience a real show. Right. You know, and to be there with somebody you actually know and like just not just go whatever, you know. But, you know, I'll, I'll play some Zed too because I know you're itching because. Yeah, I'm curious to find out what Zed is. He's actually, he's from Ukraine. Okay. His name, uh, is Zed. It's like short for, um, Zedislavis. I can't remember his <laughs> name. I can't remember how to say his name, but it's like something like that. Gotcha. Just to clarify that this is one of Rebecca's favorite songs. Oh, really? Mm hmm. You can kind of tell this is like the regular kick. It's like, doo, 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 right? Doo, doo, doo. But you hear the the woof, 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 woof. This would be more along the lines of house music. This song, electro, electro house music. Kelly uses the, the female voices to uh, to enhance the. It, it's basically like to enhance the song's value because without the female voices, it's just whatever. You know? Right. No, I'm gonna stop it there. And, okay. Uh, like I said, along the lines of of, uh, of Zed, he he does a lot of music. Um, a lot of people like him. Like I said, he got his first Grammy for that song this year. Um, I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it, it's it's played everywhere. Everybody loves it. Like I'm, I'm so sick of fucking hearing it. I want to roll. I've heard it so many times. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> that that and that song from Bastille. Uh, I can't remember the song name, though. I, I really don't want to look it up because I'll probably kill myself if I, <laughs> if, if I hear it. Because I've heard that one just as much as I've heard that song, too. But And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. 
Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our ebooks for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at I mean, it. I like electronic music a lot. Right. It's to me. If you want to be honest here, <clears throat> electronic music is a. It, to me, it's a positive way to get people together. You're not the first person I know to say that. Because it doesn't matter what kind of music it is, whether it be dubstep, it be. A, uh, electro, electro house, trance, um, hard style, hardcore, drum step, all that stuff. It doesn't matter what kind of genre it is. If there's people within that community that like this music and don't like it, I mean, it, they, they like it for a reason. They like the way it sounds. It gives them an emotion listening to the song like, oh yeah, let's go have a good time. Let's go party. Let's listen to this. Let's play some of that. Whatever. Boom. You go out to a party like that, and what do you hear? 
all these niggas be crazy, fucking these bitches, smoking them hoes, and like, the fuck out of here with that shit. Nobody wants to listen to that trash. I mean, I'm all for old school rap and shit, like Wu Tang and stuff like that, but it's nobody wants to go out to have a good time to listen to stuff that's negative. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I think of electronic music, I think of a positive environment with positive people having a good time. Well, I have to admit, you've really opened my eyes to it because I, and I know it's going to make your skin crawl, but when I, when I heard the, you know, the dubstep, the electronic type music, I, I, I thought of techno. That's honestly what I yeah. thought. <laughs> and a lot of people do. It's you know, common to me. It, honestly, it is common to make that, that mistake, which is people are like, I don't like, I don't like that techno music. Well, I like techno. I mean, it, well, it's, I like techno too, where it's like, it's like, and technically, it's not called techno. It's called happy hardcore. Happy hardcore. Yes. Gotcha. Because you hear the song where it's like, it's like shit like that. See, I was thinking more along like, yeah, or that. Most of the time, when people think of, like I said, electronic music, they think of just like techno music. Right. It's just like a bunch of sounds, whatever. To me, it's like. You listen to it, you don't really like it. People say, oh, you know, it's good, it's good. Like, you just, you have to find something that fits you. You have to make that uh, uh, emotional connection. Yeah. And that's what, when when I was going through the the shit that I was going through with my ex, you know, I I looked for an outside source to kind of, you know, ease ease me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because at the time, I was just, it It was along the lines of, it was my ex, and then everything that was happening around me with the moving and all that shit, and like all my friends just fucking off. Right. Like, nobody, I had no friends because I moved. Nobody wanted to be my friend because I moved. <laughs> nobody wanted to make the effort to come see me when I came and see them, like, it's whatever. Right. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, no, no. Like, Nobody fucking talked to me. I was like, whatever, dude. And, you know, I hate everybody. Fuck off. Whatever. <clears throat> and then with my ex, it's like, she wants to do this off and on, off and on, off and on. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah. Like, that shit, for me, honestly, that would get old. It did. It got real old. I told her, I was like, if you don't want to be with me, that's fine. This is the last time I'll fucking ever be with you again. I told her that. I was there. I was like, I was like, whatever. You know, we've been together for two years. Whatever. I'm done. I'm, I can't do it anymore. And, um, that time was like when I started to get into the hardcore type shit. I was like, ah, I like that. That sounds cool. Like I had a good time cause I was listening to good music. Right. And to me, like I said, the electronic music scene is it's a positive environment as opposed to like, if you listen to the stuff that I used to listen to before, that kind of <laughs> make you mad at the world because it's like, it was angry music. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> type shit. And I was like, you know, whatever, you know, I like the music. I still like the music. I, st- I love to listen to it still, but I can't listen to it because I'm out of that negativity. I get you. So when I listen to that kind of music, I just, I think negative things. That is equivalent to me listening to Metallica. Yeah. I love Metallica. 
but it's just really dark. Yes. You know, it's just that it, it turns your soul dark. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, honestly, you can ask Rebecca this. The first time she seen me, she didn't know if it was me or not. Really? Why is that? Because I look like a totally different person than I do now. Oh? Because I, I was at a dark time in my life. I didn't. Look, I don't look like the same person I did then as I did now. I looked like I wanted to kill myself because I was that. I was just that unhappy. But she sees me now. She's like, "You really, you've really changed. Like you're an asshole still, but <laughs> like, you've really changed." But you know, I I think like I said, it, the electronic music scene, it, positive people, positive environment, positive music. They did, um, it was a while ago, <laughs> I had to laugh because it said, house music for, uh, house building. Uh-huh. And it was a, uh, it was an, it was like a charity event where I think it was in New Orleans or whatever. And they had, uh, it was like a big, a big charity event. And they had all these different like DJs out there playing house music for building houses. Gotcha. So they can rebuild the houses and homes that were lost. Right, right. And, and this is New Orleans? Yes. So uh, Katrina, Hurricane yep. Katrina? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I thought that, you know, that was really cool. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, positive people. Absolutely. Positive, music, positive environment. Positive results. Exactly. And I don't understand why people can't. I think it's because some people are just so close-minded. And a lot of people might take offense to that because a lot of people are like, I don't like that kind of music. That, that kind of music is just a bunch of sounds to me. Like I said, you have to make a connection with the music. If you don't have a connection with the music, then you don't have a connection with anything but yourself. Right. If you don't have a connection with any kind of music, then you don't have a, conne- a connection with anything but yourself. And I think because a lot of people, they listen to whatever they want. <clears throat> I'm not saying that's a bad thing because... Everybody has preferences. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as long as you have, and this is going to kind of sound corny, but like if you have, say, because we were talking about this before, say you're Christian. Right. We all know to be a Christian is to be Christ-like. Right. We got in the, in the car one time, and your mom was using it that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she left it on the Christian channel. And they were playing Christian house music. No shit. Yeah. They were playing Christian house music. I was like, no way. That's cool. Like, <laughs> like I said, positive music, positive people, positive environment. Right. And whatever you you can wrap your head around that's positive, use that as motivation to go wherever you want in life. And that's another reason why. I am the way I am now is because I've had that motivation. I've had that music. Like you can ask your sister, like when I, she used to get mad at me all the time because I used to wait till the last minute to do all my homework and shit for options for you. Uh huh. And, um, I had to laugh because she was like, she's like, you better not fucking stay up all night and do that packet. <laughs> she's like, what have you got done? I was like, I got like a few pages done. And I, I, I finished the packet that night, but. I was so tired that when I finished it, by the time I would go to bed, it would be the time that I'd have to wake up to get ready to go to the school. So 
I did it, but guess what pushed me to do it? The site called Plug.dj. Really? Yeah, How so? It, uh, it, it's like a, it's a community of people. You can make like your own room for your own type of music. Play. You take, uh, they have this built-in system where you can search any YouTube video. Uh-huh. You can add it to a playlist. And, uh, it's like a chat room. But you play your own music. Really? Yeah. Like I said, you can play your own, you can make your own, um, playlist. Uh huh. You play a song, the next person plays, they play a song, the next person plays, they play a song, it comes back to you, you play the next song that was on your list, you could keep playing the music. And you can make it like genre restricted, like, don't play this, it's not part of the theme. Don't play this, don't play this. And you can make it like to where you're like, uh, we don't need songs that are overplayed here. Right, Picture right. Picture everybody. You know, it's, it's like a, um, it's like basically, <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me, but it's kinda like Pandora. Before Pandora? No, it's like Pandora as, <clears throat> as a chat site almost. Oh, because you can talk to each other at the same time? Yeah, and you can, okay, like you get the YouTube video and the YouTube video will play. It has like a little box for the YouTube video to play and you have like your own little character for how many like points that you get. You get a point for liking, you get a point for talking every time you talk. You get points, and um, <laughs> you can get like these little characters. Choose from a bunch of different ones from like a different point range, and it's, it's some of the people there are really cool. A lot of the people, some of the people are really cool, but a lot of the people are just like assholes, typical assholes. Mm, world at large. Yeah, but that's that's one of the reasons why I don't. I, I just go Pandora. <laughs> if I'm bored or if I'm trying to do something, I just go listen to Pandora. All right. Well, let's jump because we're getting ready to wrap the show up. And I figure we'll talk the last 10 minutes for the whole reason why, you know, we got together early. Yeah. Um, I, I got a digital download of Batman, the son of Batman. The son of Batman. <clears throat> um, what were your thoughts? It was missing stuff. I felt like, I, it didn't feel like I was cheated, like I felt like it was just enough. Right. But I feel like there could have been a lot more. Um, I was impressed with how much blood there was. Yeah. There yeah. Was. I think that's a, uh, I think DC is trying to, it's not really, I think they're trying to go for the more graphic. If they made movies, like the way they're making their cartoons, they would blow Marvel out of the water. I know. They would. Like it I think another reason why though is because you can't all the actors that want to act for comic book movies and when and I discussed this with you earlier about the whole Jamie Foxx thing is um they're given a role. Well not they're not given a role, but they 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 take a role. Right. They take a role for the money. Like, oh yeah, I've always, I've always wanted to be Electro, like, for 33,000, or 33 million dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's Electro is like, really? And I told you, I was like, well, you know, if he would have waited, and if they would have, they would have hurry up and, you know, got the script ready, they would have hurry up and got the script ready, and, um, they would have put out the thing for, openings uh you know like casting call and shit right for john stewart 
Jamie Foxx would have played a great John Stewart. I agree. I agree completely. Like he's got the look and everything. He's got the attitude. Like he would be a good John Stewart. And then like him and Ryan Reynolds already agreed he's not going to come back as Green Lantern. Really? He, he's I, like no, no. I, I don't because the movie was successful, but he he doesn't want to be Green Lantern. Like it was just a one time thing for him, I guess. That's what I've read, at least. It could it could be true. It could Do not be true. Do you think that it was for the money with him? I think it was because, like I said, Electro is not really a popular character. No, he's like a like an underdog villain. Well, they are putting together. Um, it's supposed to be the Sinister Six. We talked about it a few episodes ago. Yeah. So you know, an Electro is part of the Sinister Six. Yeah. So I don't know. It's. Well, they also have Rhino in there too. Did you see that on the trailer? I'm, I'm having a tough time with Rhino because <laughs> as soon as I seen Rhino, I, I, like automatically fucking thought Transformers, the newest movie with the fucking. See, I thought Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could you could think Voltron with that too. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't know, man. I, I'm, I don't. I don't really like the way comic books and movie comic book movies are going. But uh let's jump back to Batman, the son of Batman. Uh so you find out that Talia Ghoul has ha- harboring a fugitive in her stomach. No. <laughs> Basically because yeah. spoilers for anybody. Since we're gonna be talking about the spoilers for anybody. Right. Um Damian Wayne, which is Batman's son. Right. He doesn't know it's him. It, it's it's his son until he's introduced. Just, yeah, he. It wasn't more. It, it was like he was distraught. Like that's that's not my son. It couldn't be my son. Like like no. But he's like, wait, no. He kind of looks like me, as in when I was young. And then this air about <laughs> Master Damien. He is just this arrogant, cocky kid. Did you want to kick across the room? Yeah, like, <laughs> you want to punt this little dude all the way across the Grand Canyon, like, why? <laughs> and that was, that was the biggest thing. And I don't know. I just find at the end of the movie, spoilers again, you know, he has an option to kill, um, Deathstroke. Yeah. But he's like, I'm also my... I'm also my father's son. Yeah. Which was, you know, again, it was an attempt to be a redeemable quality, but I think because he's such a douchebag. No. <laughs> like, there's no... F- Unless I see improvement with his character, then I just... I thought Damian Wayne was going to be like, I'm Batman's son. Like, I'm the real Robin. Like, I thought it was going to be like that. No, he's he's exactly like Rachel Ghoul. And another thing I had a real tough time with is how bad Nightwing got jacked up by him. Yeah. Nightwing is all cut up. Like, he's like, uh, uh. he's like, I, I caught this kid. He says he's yours. He's like, what, Damien? He's like, yeah. He's like, bring him to the Batcave. And, uh, okay, so Grit, Dick Grayson is an adult at this point. He's yes. Nightwing. He's been trained to the full extent of Batman. And Damian Wayne has been trained by Ty Agul. Now, and Ray Agul. Yes, true. But the way I view it is if you're putting those two 
Damian Wayne and, and Dick Grayson together to fight, it's like, who's the better fighter? Batman or his old lady? Mm-hmm. You know, and her dad. And because of how much damage Dick Grayson took, it was like, they were a better fighter. They were a better teacher than Batman. You know, see, so, yeah. that was just hard for me to follow. Yeah, that's, I had a, I had a, like a second there where I just thought, and I was like, on one hand, you have this skilled fighter, but he's not so skilled to where he got himself caught. Right. On the other hand, you have a disciplined fighter that has been, he's had years of experience, and he knows the way of, not like a vigilante, but just a, a, a hero, essentially. Right. Batman. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, in, when he fought Damian Wayne, it's like the ruthless killer versus the disciplined hero. Right, right. Yes. So, and it, to me, I thought it was like almost like a battle between, uh, Rachel Ghoul and Batman. Yes. I'm gonna bring something up too. Okay. The fact that Rachel Ghoul died so easily. <laughs> I st- I'm no, I'm not over that. Let's, what the fuck? Well, we have to bring, into topic as much as it pains me to say this the comic book the son of batman yes was written by grant morrison don't make me cry (laughs) and i think that that plays a big role of why damian wayne is such a dick no pun intended yeah but i think that has a, a big you know influence on it because he all i have to say is if you really, really want to develop a deep hatred for Grant Morrison, read his... Watch this movie and read the comics. Well, no, I'm talking to you. <laughs> read read his issues of Batman. He brought back, like, the Technicolor Batman suit. He brought back all the weird-ass shit from, like, the 50s and 60s. He brought it back just within the last few years. Why? It's Grant Morrison. <laughs> If anybody needs to be set on fire, it's him. No. <laughs> it just... And so that's probably why. Because he didn't, again, like anything else he writes, he probably didn't have the full understanding of uh, Resha Ghul. You know, so he just killed him off. Because he didn't really yeah. understand the character. I think that's... With a lot of comic writers now. Same thing with, like, uh, fucking what's-his-name from... He makes the X Men movies. I can't remember his name because I I don't bother to. Uh, oh, Brian Singer. Yeah, Brian Singer. That's funny. He's like, oh, oh, he was on the news. I know. I, I was laughing because I because I, I was walking in the living room and your mom was watching TV and was like, "Hey, uh, Hollywood star brings out that he was molesting seventeen year old kids." Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, I was like, ah, the icing to the cake. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to what I was saying. Um. He's a lot like a Brent, Grant Morrison is a lot like Brian Singer. I would agree. They take out a comic, they read a few pages, they put it back. I got the full story. No, you read the first issue of a you know something big, yeah. and you're like, "Wow, X Men, the first one, woo, yay!" I'm trying to pull this up because I want to show you. <laughs> It's so bad. I don't understand why people can't. It's just like. This is what I'm about to show you. And it's not the people that made uh, 
the son of Batman's fault that the script was so terrible. <laughs> you know, it's not their fault. No. It was a good movie, don't get me wrong, but it's just not, it's, it's not worth the 1995. No, no, it's not. Okay, let me see. I'm trying to get this together. So I've only got 3% on my phone. I so, gotta hurry. Yes. This is Honest to God panels from the all new X-Men comic number 25. That is real comic panels. That's not a joke. Oh my god. What the fuck? You're serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I, I seen these panels. I'm like, I can't get a fucking job. Really? That's. What the hell is the deal with Gene Ray's head? <laughs> Dude, I can draw better than this. It's horrible, I know. God. I can't. Yeah, it's rough. I can't. It's like somebody had lead on their fingers while they were drawing it, and like the lead got all over the, the comic strip, and they just left it. It was like... It's, it's terrible. It is. A fifth grader could draw better than that. It's absolutely disgusting. Disgustingly terrible. That's the cover. <laughs> I wish I could take a picture of his face. It's just go, go find a bootleg of X Men, all new X Men number twenty five, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, he's disgusted. Jam my phone to the side of the head because the world just brought me sorrow. All right, kids. Well, I think we're coming to a close of this issue. We do appreciate you coming in and, and listen to us play with our stuff because that's pretty much what this was. I mean, we talked about music and dubsteps and, yeah. and then we closed on the Batman stuff, but it was mainly me trying to find the right settings for everybody. Yeah. So I think with these headphones, it actually helps a lot too. You prior to just kind of going without headphones. Yeah. I, I think it, from hearing my voice, it doesn't make me seem like I have less to talk about as before. Because a lot of people... And I, and I noticed this, too, because um, I, uh, I follow... Like I told you, I like old-school hip-hop, like Wu-Tang. Right. So I follow um, the Wu-Tang like, uh, page right, right. that they have. And they're like, the RZA talks about Raekwon... And uh, Brick Mansions. Brick Mansions is this movie that he came he he did with Paul Walker before he died. Oh, really? And it's coming out the twenty fifth. And um, he was on uh, Hot ninety seven five with uh, or ninety seven one ninety seven one or five with the RZA in uh, their because um, they're you know they're a radio station, right? And their technology looks fucking cool. But anyway, um, I think it helps a lot. With them talking, because they all had, they all had Beats headphones on. The Beats studio headphones that look like these. Yeah. Yeah, they all had Beats, uh, studio headphones on. And I think it helps when you're talking and you have good sound, like good sound quality going through your, your ears. That way you can hear the way you sound and you can interpret where you're going with the conversation. Because I, I also noticed that about myself when, uh, before I was talking in, um, PlayStation chats. 
and I had the the headphone settings up so I can hear myself talk. That way, my the um the sound doesn't get too harsh for anybody, right? Because at the time, the headphones that I had were they were really, really, really sensitive headphones. They were Triton AX720s, so they picked they picked up every sound in the room, like these do, right? So. I think that's another reason why it's easier for me to follow along conversations if I had headphones. Well, that and for me, I thought it was going to be difficult to hear my own voice in my ears. But because of the new computer with the new soundboard, there is no delay. We tried it before. No, yeah. And it was like, eh, 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 yeah. Eh, eh. And I was like, no, uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, yeah, with the old stuff. But now it, it's like live. What you say is what you hear on the mark. And it, and it it's not that bad no. as long as you have good equipment. Yes. But let me tell you one thing before we close out of here, kids. I want to slap whoever said that podcasting is free. I want to just bitch slap them as hard as I can. Podcasting is not free whatsoever. You have to have, you don't have to have good equipment, but you have to have equipment. Well, yeah. And a knowledge and basis of how to fucking edit. How to put it up onto a site and how to get it out to the general public. Because if you think that that's not a fucking issue, you might be seeing red. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, no, I mean, because everything that we have here, the extensions, the plugs, the, the, the wires, bops and the zaps and the control panels and the doll, you know what I'm talking about. In the jello pudding box. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole, because it, what is this? You think about with the computer, the mics, the stands, everything, what, about 2,000, 2,500? Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Now, you could go, you could just buy yourself a computer, you and your friend can sit down and record off of your computer's microphone, but it's going to sound like shit. It's like, uh-huh. Sound like you're talking to a fucking tin can. But if <laughs> you like, <laughs> like, like, I know this might date me, but it, it, it like, <laughs> it'd be, okay, like back in the day when uh, kids used to take the string, get the, the tin cans, and they used to talk to each other. It sounds like, <laughs> like that. Yeah. But it was a bunch of static. I mean, if you're okay with that, if you want a subpar show, and if, it, if you just want to keep it for your own records of you and your friends talking, that's cool. But if you want to, you know, build a network, network like we have, yes, you're going to have to invest money. Thank God we have an investor. Yes, we do. So, all right, kids. Well, that's it for this week. I am David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. And, well, shit. You shouldn't be seeing red because everything was just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.